That's mm-hmm. it's so crazy, dude. You can't. I mean, even a Coke is like fifteen bucks, dude. Right. Ugh. It's like, do you want the commemorative one? No, I don't. I just want a fucking wax cup with soda pop in it, please. <laughs> oh well, we only got cans for three fifty. What? <laughs> <laughs> I told you at the Morrissey concert, we spent uh, $120 on like three beers and three mixed drinks. Damn. It was like $40 a piece every time I went back to go get more alcohol. And then I was like, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like shitty beer. It was Tecate, right? Oh, wow. Like, don't you have anything, like, fucking imported back there? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And, and the, the yeah, granted, the beers are the talls, right? Right. The extra talls. Well, because, yeah, because who wants to go back is, you know, you get the big one. But you do. Well, of course you do, but I'm just saying you, it's less, it's more time of not going back. Yeah. The bigger it is, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> for that much money? For $15 for a fucking beer? Uh, yeah, but yeah, you're in the venue. That's how much they cost. That was Vegas. I'll, I'm going to tell you right now, the people that corner the market are the the vendors at festivals. Oh, shit. Like when it's fucking July, dude, and you're at a, a music festival and you're like, I just need something to drink. <laughs> and there's like a line of people just going, I need something to drink. <laughs> a truck all, full of water. Yeah. They're all a bottle of sweat, you know, and you're like, I don't care if it's a soda, water, beer, liquor, <laughs> I need fluid. Right. You know? Well, and what's shitty here, too, and, and it's everywhere, I guess they take the caps off or yeah. they open your beer, right? Yeah, of course. Fuck that. <laughs> man, that pisses me off more than anything, man. So I wanted to come up with a, an, an invention that you could sell. Okay. To concert goers is like a beer condom, right? Okay. So it's just like one of those little bitty deals where you know you'd reverse and it'd be like, <laughs> remember those? Of course. Right? But you could get these beer condoms and nobody's going to confiscate that shit. They're not going to go off in a fucking, you know, uh, whatever you call it, uh, where you have to in- empty your pockets and shit. Uh, metal detector. <laughs> one of those things. You don't have to do that, but yeah, you put this little bitty. Um, condom on there that could be reused, right? Right. Because it's a little bit thicker plastic. Then you could put the fucking top on your beer. You know what I mean? And just be yeah. like, fuck it. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't give a shit. You know? And then you w- you could buy multiple beers. You know? You could buy like six of them. It's true. Ah, it, Red Rocks is the worst. Because you got to go. Ugh. If you're if you're really good, you get a place right by one of the beer stands. <laughs> My wife was going to get tickets to Red Rocks for the 420 thing they have with Method Man and Red Man and all that. Oh. Um, and I said, no, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> because I think that we would enjoy a portion of that show. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some people we would enjoy. But if we're going to go to a show, I'd like to, I mean, it's cool because it's close to my birthday. Right, 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 right. And it's at Red Rocks. Super yeah, cool. Yeah. You know what? Did I you heard... see we're getting a venue here? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My wife was telling me that we we're supposed to get like a Red Rocks venue here. It's a 8,000 uh, capacity. Where's it going to be? So it's going to be Polaris Point. You know how the power is extended to Polaris Point now? Yeah. So it's going to be over there. 
Okay. It's called the sunset because when you like, like, like let's say you're the screen or you're the, the you're the, uh, the, the band playing. Yeah. The, the band the, playing. Yeah. Behind you are the mountains and it won't start until the sun sets behind the mountain. Oh, nice. Yeah. That'd be fucking rad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope, I <laughs> hope it's I'm as allowed big to as see the world it. arena. Oh shit. Like the same capacity. It's probably bigger because of the layout, you know what I mean? But that that's great though, um, because we're getting bigger acts here. Right. But we don't have the capacity. Like sleep. Uh I got tickets to sleep for their four o'clock matinee show. <laughs> <laughs> they had they they sold it's out called so, nap. <laughs> yeah, they sold out so fast of uh, their first show at the Black Sheep that they added the second show and it's on the 19th okay. 419 and I was like holy shit I'm fucking <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm going to go see sleep <laughs> you know <laughs> oh yeah it was fucking that's pretty a quiet good attack warning attack for real attack warnings for bloody real live from Colorado Springs the drop culture podcast want to confirm is this an exercise Roger, copy. This is not an exercise. Come on, put it down! One, two, three! Welcome, everybody, to the Drop Culture Podcast. We're that podcast where we pick up that piece of pop culture you forgot about or missed, shine it up real nice, and cram it in your ear holes. Going to be doing something a little different today. It's a little drop culture, but it's uh, top five. Is that what we're doing? Another one. What? <laughs> we do a lot of top fives, and this one's going to be a good one. Yeah, mine's like top seven and shower. I, yeah, like, I got like I don't really have an order yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what uh, I mean honestly we but, could throw out the order but what yeah. are we talking about B-list superheroes that you would like to see do more B and I think the the um, parameters that we put around this it could be B-list or below mm-hmm. um, and no runs over hundred issues was that right somewhere like something that, like yeah. that yeah. yeah limited because runs limited runs yeah let's say that because there are there's one on my list and I, I kind of had him in the honorable mention um that i know has had some runs but right. i don't know how long to be honest or when the most recent one was that was of any significance i think i only have one that i could really say had no two had long runs okay maybe over a hundred Okay, but I'm I'm, That's okay. I'm not a hundred hundred percent. You're not a hundred on your hundred. Nope, no. <laughs> but there are there are a couple ones, and um, it it was it was kind of difficult to look through these, um, because yeah, if you had a year to go through them, <laughs> yeah, you know, and like read very good stories, which I I have started to pick up stories like Doom Patrol from um, Grant Morrison. Okay. Uh, when it was like Crazy Jane was really big, and um, 
because I when he started on that run, he added Crazy Jane to it, and it kind of grew from there. But this one's kind of in the mid part of the nineties, mid early nineties. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around there. It's pretty good. Nice, pretty good series. And there's a lot of characters in that that are just wacky and all over the place, which is pretty cool. You know, I so agree. these I mean, those are the comic books that. I die. Uh. <laughs> it was like fucking Arnold. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> these are the ones. <laughs> it's like it's it's. These are the kind of comic books I'd like to read now. Okay. The big ones: Superman, Batman, Captain America. Yeah. This is still good. Sure. But because I just got done reading the first two years of Batman from 2016, New 52. Yeah. Good Pretty stuff. good. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's just that obscure stuff. Right. You know, that you just grow. And for, there's a, at least one or two characters on here that where I was like, this is for me. Mm-hmm. This is what I would like to see. And not because anybody else will ever care about this character. Right. You know? Because, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It was a cool exercise uh, in, in just kind of research. And again, thinking about it and thinking about it and then finally putting the list together, you're like, damn. <laughs> There's a lot of people on this one. <laughs> Absolutely. And and I and I'm I'm going to preface everything by saying that a lot of the characters that I have on mine, a lot of the heroes, I think if put into the right hands would definitely you know, uh, like surpass a lot of shit. Oh, absolutely. They would get put up in, you know, the Hulk range and shit like that with the right stories and the right writing, right. consistent writing, you know? Like a consistent Hellblazer. There's not one issue of that. There's maybe maybe one or two that were a little bit slow. Right. But he's an A-lister, you know? Should be. Yeah. I don't think he necessarily is. I'd say he's more of a B-lister. Well, he's got... He but had, no, no. I yeah, mean, yeah. in the way they rank them right, 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 right. he's a B-lister. Yeah. But he's got more power than most of them do. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely not in power level. Like, yeah. You know. More than Dr. Fate. Hmm. Big time. I just started reading his uh, New 52 series, too. Oh, nice. There's some good years in there. Sure. From the uh, 88 to about 96 was very good for DC. And Keith Giffen was, like, yeah. rocking it. Uh, and then the New 52 stuff. Greg Capullo. Um, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Yeah, Scott yeah. Snyder's amazing, dude. Mm-hmm. Those were great stories, for sure. Yes, yes. So you want to kick us off? No. No? Nope. Kicking it back to you, my friend. All right. My first one that I would like to see more of, and again, he's part of a major team. He um, is a, a critical member of an early version of that team, kind I guess early, but not like the very beginning. Okay. It's Havoc. Okay. I would love to see like a Havoc, you know, like a, like five years of Havoc. <laughs> Like um, X Factor, just havoc by just himself. havoc, yeah, <laughs> just havoc by himself, going between all the different teams and and really digging into what that character is because he's overshadowed by Scott, of course, big time, yeah. and even the Star Jammers, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I think Havoc could probably really hold his own. As a uh, as a featured character, well, it'd be cool if you had the Havoc and Polaris 
um, relationship in there because then you'd have something to have a hold of. And right. she, she has some crazy moments, you know, that he deals with as well. And I'm not saying he doesn't have his own. Right. But like that, you could make a cool story yeah. um, with that and, and have it be deeper than just this is a comic book movie. You know what I mean? Exactly. No, no, no. Yeah, you have those really long arcs, and but you also have the interpersonal brother, you know, girlfriend, everything like that. So you really kind of get into that. Almost like I, I was going to pick Nightcrawler 2 okay. and Rogue, but I already kind of talked about them. Again, right hands, you have amazing stories in those people. And I think eventually, yeah, everybody will get their due um, when the right people get a hold of it. Agreed. You know, it's there's a couple of heroes that you never would have thought would have been as big as they are. But right. they got the right people. <laughs> if this this is not part of my list, and I I think that's a great idea. Um, I didn't include any X Men in mine. Ooh. Now that's not because I don't like the X Men, but if I were going to do an X Men story, so this is just a little honorable mention, I guess. I would do Storm. Yeah, and I would do Storm from a young child to goddess to really probably some first battle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Professor X shows up. Ooh. And that would be my movie. Uh I think she is one of the more compelling X-Men. Yeah. You know what I mean? She does have one of those very rich histories. Yeah, yeah. Uh With Havoc, I think that you could absolutely, like I said, you would want to have certain characters that would, Give him that relationship. Yes. Um, and even Scott, to some yeah. degree, you know what I mean? I, I think having that that Maybe brother, not Vulcan. No, 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 yeah. Like the brother thing. Yeah. You know, and the, the sibling rivalry type of a deal, the respect and they, that Scott has for him. And what was really cool about them, too, is that when they fought, their powers can't hurt each other <laughs> at all. Yeah. So it's, which is kind of weird to me a little bit, because... Scott's beams aren't like a beam. They're force. Yeah. It's energy. <laughs> and I know Havoc absorbs energy, though. Yeah. From something. And then shoots the shoots same a, thing. Then shoots like a circle thing <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Circle energy. <laughs> but but I saw... I, but yeah, they don't hurt each other. So yeah. they could just like fucking go at it. Could you imagine that scene of them just going at it and nothing happening to them, but like everything being destroyed around them? Right. That would be a super cool scene. Yeah. Just saying. Well, I, I'm also thinking about, you know, just a an overarching story with them. Sure. No, 100%. Um, comic book kind of a deal yeah. where you don't have, you don't, you, yeah, you don't have like six hours to kind of, you, you could really get into like a buddy kind of a thing with him and Cyclops, okay. but then you can also introduce other X-Men at different times. Okay. You know, um to where but i don't know who buddy brother cop movie yeah but i don't know who (laughs) like havoc's um how i don't know um main person uh main uh did that raise it up yeah okay hold on for some reason mine's down low uh (laughs) um i think that you you have those stories in it and 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 introducing the other X-Men characters for familiarity but then also like who's his big bad 
it's the X-Men's big bad. You know what I mean? It's one, one of those from that time or X-Factor time. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. who that would be off the top of my head. Um, who would be? But I mean, yeah, you think about the ancillary characters anyways. Like, if you're going to have Polaris, well, that's Magneto's daughter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but there's already a tie there. Yeah. You know, you got Cyclops as his brother, you know. Um, so you're tying in. You're going to tie in the whole X-Men universe at some point. Easily. Yeah. yeah and and very, in a natural way. Yeah. Which would be cool if you did it that way. Yeah. In a natural way. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Kind of made it to where it's like after he leaves the X-Men for a time, kind of goes out on his own and kind of steps out somewhere. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, you know what? I'm I'm taking some time, but yet he can't get away from it. I think that's kind of happened in the comics with him. I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah again, I think with the right first arc, it would grow. The right first arc, the right people handling it, like you said, mm-hmm. you know. Like, like I said at the very beginning, that's that's going to be the... The caveat. Yeah, the main theme yep. between everything. Okay. All right, my friend. My first one is a guy named from Marvel. And uh, his name is Solo, James Bourne. And he's, this is a deep cut. This is like for me, because I always like this character. Okay. And uh, so basically he's like, um, I think he was Special Forces. And he got involved in this program. Uh, I think it was called Omega Strike. Okay. And they, it was nanotechnology that they put in them. Like him, like out of like so many hundreds of people that uh, volunteered for this, only 12 made it. And they were given this nanotechnology so they could teleport at will. But here's the thing with Solo. He is a... uh, so he was like a counterterrorism kind of guy. That's what their unit did. You know, like went and took terrorists out and shit. Okay. But they could he could teleport, but he could only teleport short distances, you know. It wasn't very far. Picture the Punisher with the ability to teleport. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh that would be pretty fucking cool. Like you start out with him working with this terrorist unit, you know? Yeah. And taking out terrorists like Popping in and popping the ca- terrorists and then popping away, you know. Yeah, kind of like, almost like Nightcrawler. Huh? Kind of, yeah, kind of. But it, the Nightcrawler can go much further distances. And there's a thing with after a certain amount of times, like he has to take a little more time to rest between teleports. Mm-hmm. You know, like he can do a series of them. Yeah, but Solo, but doesn't right? Well, no, Solo can, but he's he'll he'll need more time to recover to be able to teleport again. You know, okay. so there's some limitation to it, but yeah. I just I want to see I want to see Judge Dredd, the new one, but with Solo. Okay, where okay. he's just in a building taking out terrorists, and like that's the first thirty minutes of the movie, maybe. Okay, twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah, just a straight up like just he's going through, popping, appearing, <laughs> killing people, yeah. you know, doing his deal, never letting up. <clears throat> that's how good that dread was, yeah. you know. It was pretty bitching. But that would be, like I said, just maybe 20, 25 minutes, something like that, I think, of the movie. Um, So you kind of see, like, what he did. And I think at one time he actually, he was on the wrong side at one time. Like, not terribly, but you know what I mean? Um, But I I feel like he, 
cross some lines, you know, because okay. he didn't care about killing anybody, kind of like the Punisher. Yeah, he was. More I just like, don't think mm-hmm. he had the same ven- uh, vengeance style, you know, like he didn't have the same motivation. Right. Um, but I always thought he was such a cool character. I'm like, this guy's like, um, he's like the ultimate soldier to me. You know what I mean? Like, if you can just pop in and. Like, if you're already a badass, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And you kind of give just, that silent, like, <laughs> yeah, like, I just pop up behind you, cut your neck, <laughs> disappear. And then you're gone. Yeah. yeah like a ghost. <laughs> um, and, and I've seen him tied in, like, in some of the more recent comics, like, because I think he was with Taskmaster for a while. I don't remember what that run was. But... Uh, Anyways, but I think there was some more recent stuff where he was just kind of, again, just really in the background, you know, not a major, major player. Yeah. It, it, he was part of the six-pack, that's what, for a while. Yeah, yeah, he said he joined forces with Spider-Man against the agents of the Taskmaster in the Red Skull. So yeah. he was kind of like a good Taskmaster, 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 <laughs> maybe? Well, kind of, kind okay. of. Um he, except he for he didn't have, mimic. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have the power that Taskmaster yeah. had. He had his own power. Um, but I remember he left that group because there was some bullshit. Anyways. Did he come... Was he in, like, Spider-Man comics first? Yes. Okay, that's cool. what I remember him from, okay. like, originally. Okay. Um, when did he first appear? Oh, it had to have been 80s. Hmm. My guess. Web of Spider-Man number 19? October 1986. Boom. There we go. You know what? I just saw that comic the other day. Really? Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go get it. <laughs> it's the first appearance. It'd be pretty cool, you know? Yeah, I, I think there, Captain America. He was in some Captain America. And whether that could have been Spider-Man, Captain America, crossover stuff, 80s yeah. are a little bit hazy to me. Gotcha. You yeah. know what I mean? I just remember him being in a few comics, and I was like, again... What a cool fucking right! You know, like I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever. Crawler with guns. I yeah. Don't know, but <laughs> I don't think I ever knew that much of him. And that was, and again, this was like a super deep cut. This was just somebody that I liked when I was a kid, and I was like, "Yep, I'm going to talk about him first. But I think again, if you do the story right, you know, like he joins a team, he does. You know what I mean? He gets, he goes through all that, and I think that would be a good portion of the movie. Of him getting to the point where he gets the um, nanotechnology and all that, you know, where he can teleport. Right. And then probably like the last half of the movie or something. Kind of like First Avenger was. Captain America. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? More like Rocketeer style? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of learning, but not like... Learning more about the character, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they were both directed by Joe Johnston, which the Rocketeer had that kind of like, whoops, I fell into a superhero trap. Right. And then Captain America had that very, very good feel from that movie and kind of translated it in something like this, but like set in like, you know, Gulf, no, like Iran-Contra or something like that. You know what I mean? That would be crazy. Um, Because around that time, he's more of, yeah, if you put him in that situation... And maybe even he worked with Frank Castle in Vietnam. Good. Yeah. I mean, you could tie it in yeah. if you wanted to. Which, I mean, I don't think Frank Castle's in Vietnam anymore. Like, they just keep moving yeah. the mark. They're like, oh, now he was in Afghanistan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Before he was in the yeah. uh, um, 
the the Gulf War. Operation you know I mean? like Desert they just Storm. Kept, they kept moving it up. That it's the moving line. Because if yeah. he was in Vietnam, he'd be seventy. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I I think that would be that would be something that that I would look at characters that way too, that where they originally came came into the scene mm-hmm. and just build their world. Then. Then. Yeah, that would be know? super cool. And leave it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the comic books, yeah, the the regular continuity can keep whatever. You know what I right. mean? But you do like Punisher 1984. You know right, what I mean? Right. But <laughs> or no high boots. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> solo, you know, mm-hmm. 1980. Right. You know, yeah, but it's in those eras to where they came through and they still have that. You'd, you'd almost have to write like you still lived in the 80s or the 70s or right, the 60s, right, right. you know? At the time of what yeah. it was, yeah. yeah. Be um, super before, cool. Before there was ever really any um, comic book shows or anything like that, I always thought it would be cool to do a Punisher show where most, like, there's a current storyline going on. Right. The rest of it's filled, filmed in, like, not quite a black and white, but... Um, just a very vintage stock. Um, okay, and takes place during Vietnam. Okay, and that would be the Punisher show, like, where uh, like there's yeah. ongoing story that's happening in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and there's an ongoing story that's going on currently. And sometimes the things that are going on in the background obviously have stuff to do with the stuff that's happening now. Right, right, you know right. what I mean, or has some applicable like connection in his mind yeah and then green arrow came out and that was very much him right now and remembering being on the island right and i'm like okay well that fucking idea is out the you know (laughs) and this was like 10 years before that when i thought of this and then the punisher came out and that was cool so yeah, now I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Thomas Jane's Punisher was uh, Desert Storm, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, the one week war. <laughs> Which oh, yeah, that movie. Yeah, I I liked it, and I liked the short. You know, the short the, was the best thing mm-hmm. that Thomas Jane and the Punisher. That was fucking know. awesome. Was it the laundry or? Yeah, it was like, yeah, I yeah. was like doing laundry <laughs> with the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still better than doing um, laundry with Chris O'Donnell's Robin from Batman Forever. Yes. Batman <laughs> 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 can flip around those clothes all over the place. <laughs> Why is Wrapping this a them scene? Up. Squish. <laughs> Look at me, my moves. Oh, Schumacher. <laughs> Joel Schumacher. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th- I think that's a great character that I want to kind of get more into. Yeah, something different. Kind of check it out. Yeah. yeah. No, I think oh, that would be cool. really cool. Web of Spider-Man had some good characters in it. Like, the, one of the very first villains that I remember seeing was Sin Eater. Yeah. Which on the cover of that web of Spider Man, you know, he's got the the light on him, but yet he's got like the beachhead mask on, yeah, and the double barrel shotgun. We weren't going to talk about him at all on the villains episode, so <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, um, I just I just remember that part of it. No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There was a really good, and um, isn't that where Vermin showed up originally? Yep. Yeah. In the uh, the whole. It was before Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he was in Craven's, the Craven's Last, Last Hunt, Hunt. Went to 
Yeah, Vermin was. Yeah. And that went through all the titles, right? Yeah, Craven started in web and ended in web. web yeah. It went two in web and then like two in amazing, two in spectacular. Something something like that. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking five or six comics total. Yeah. 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 I I just oh, read them. Yeah. Not too long ago. Um, but uh, what else? so yeah, that's my my first one. What you got, brother? So my number four, which is not going to be too big of a secret, is Martian Manhunter. Uh, I made think, my honorable mention list because yeah. I think that he's worthy. I I he's more powerful than pretty much anybody. But yeah, he's a man out of time, but a Martian out of time. Right. So he's lived two separate lives. Well, Superman's actually said that he's the most powerful being on the planet. It's crazy. Yeah. So it, if it, Superman it, says, hey, this guy's more powerful than everybody yeah. else. <laughs> Probably I'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just watch out for this dude because he could do everything that I can do, mm-hmm. but better. Yeah. And more. Yeah. <laughs> he, exactly. He could fly too. Oh, and he knows what I'm thinking. Fuck. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> no, There's I, no getting away from him. Oh, yes, there is. It's a match. I, I, <laughs> no, no, I'm going to cry about I've it. I've got to blow out all the candles in here. No candles. When Martian Manhunter's around. Somehow right. Firefly is the best <laughs> villain ever. <laughs> well, I he is literally, he's been around since the beginning. Yeah. Almost. He 100% like... I, it's the man out of time thing, but and, and it's the duality they has to live, and that it's the, it's the displaced home thing too. Right. Um. This is now he's the, the last. This is this is the planet I'm going to protect because this is where I live now, and I'm the last of my kind. Yeah. Superman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But uh, I'm green. Yeah. <laughs> and I look weird. And and he can shape shift, and that's what would be so cool, dude. Yeah. You know how cool that would look on the big screen? Like him turning into all the different things he's turning. Like, I think specifically, I think it was one of the animated movies where he turned into a dragon on the Great Wall of China. Oh, shit. And I was like, dude, <laughs> you know? Well, in, in the, the the Mandrake series from like 88 to like 93, no, it was, it was like 80-something issues, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they went back to Mars. Okay. Um, uh, and I think they were even talking about having Swamp Thing come over there and maybe help regrow it. But they told the story of his brother, that his brother was born without telekinetic powers. Um, right. and so he wasn't like, he was the only one that was different. Right. And put them, uh, he developed the, uh, the deal to where it made everybody think they were on fire and actually set themselves on fire. Right. So you, you have that part of it too. I remember that storyline. And yeah. it is, I mean, and he, and the thing about that whole deal too is he was like, they really explored him being like a private detective in one of them, but yet at the same time, he's a fucking cat in yeah. China or some shit like that. Right. And like he's everywhere, but yet he has these emotional connections with all these different people. Right. And I think with the exploration of that, but I, I, I really think that 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 run was really good. The newer one, I wasn't really. It only went twelve issues, mm-hmm. um, and it just it just didn't take off. I don't know that I read that. Yeah, it was part of the new fifty two, I think too. Yeah, um, I probably intentionally skipped that. Yeah, it's yeah. he's one of those characters where everybody knows him. Oh yeah, and and he's been on the JLA. You know, I mean, he's been everywhere. So how would you would you would you make it an origin story first? Hmm. 
Or that no. just be in the background a little bit? Like kind, the pearls flying? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be more, I, I think uh, the way I would picture it, it would be him just kind of living those different lives. Uh-huh. What at the same time with, where he can, you know, not necessarily origin it, but like show different parts of his life on Earth okay. and then different parts of his life on Mars before he got there okay. with his kid and his wife yeah, yeah. and everything like that to where you can see the similarities between his life on Earth and there. Okay. You know, and then how he became, because he was a man hunter yeah. on Mars, so he was already like a cop. Yeah. So, and then he came down and he naturally became a cop. <laughs> As you do. That's uh, what he you knows. Know, exactly. And then kind of have him work with different things like Spectre and and other characters, you know, just in a weird, weird way. Yeah. But yet he would be the de facto kind of like leader of all of that shit, you know, almost kind of like a Havoc deal, but more more involved in the, the current stuff. I wouldn't bring it with Manhunter. I wouldn't be bringing in Superman every other you right, know, issue right, no. or, or Batman here and there. Sure. It would be more like he's fucking taking some weird shit on. Right. Um, and I don't remember how much magic really affected him that much, but I think I would have uh, a lot more of the magic aspect in, in his too, okay. to kind of, again, take him out of his normal. comfort zone. Yeah. So he's dealing so with magic. So he's not like Superman shit. where like magic is like his, one of his weaknesses, you know? Yeah. Um, but I could see that being something different for him to deal with. Yeah. Um, so that, I feel like that's great. That'd be a great foil. Like, I don't know who that would be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I I just, you know, I mean, we did those stories to where we, we paired and I paired him and, um, Swamp Thing together. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think that he could venture out into space and be part of some, you know, intergalactic space force not the 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 green lantern cores or anything like that but yeah he could work with them he could start something out there you know um because he is the last you know he's not necessarily he's he's okay with earth being the way it is but is he the last because isn't magan his niece yeah and then his brother yeah but i think he did kill his brother (laughs) (laughs) but i really enjoyed his stories and absolutely it, it was kind of a crazy um just kind of jump, just like the that I I picked him and I was like, oh, I'm gonna try a couple episodes or you know books, and then was like, damn, he's got a really cool fucking story, you know. And I would love to be able to sit down and just like get into the mythos of him, nice, and yeah. get into a really long arc of a whole bunch of different things and just kind of make it more where he's trying to be human, but he isn't. You know, right. I mean, he's just, he's, he's around nothing but humans. So he's got to go find his own kind of Martian, you know, I'm still a Martian. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, man. I'm still a fucking Martian and you can't take that out of my soul. So I'm going to go fucking search space, Yeah, you know, yeah. getting fights with Brainiac and, <laughs> you know, the, all the, the, all the cosmic bads. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be fucking cool, you know, but still have that. Whenever he's back on Earth, he's still a cat somewhere. He's like a fucking frisbee. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> something, you know. Right. He's like a constant, like a Spectre. I think you know Spectre's constant, and I'm not going to put Spectre on my list because, of course, he's like one of my favorites. 
Yeah, Spectre is on my list, but not... I kept him intentionally out of my top ones because I thought you would do him. <laughs> no, um, I, I left him off because I was like, you know what, that's a given. <laughs> uh, For me. Yeah, I, well, I think Spectre would be cool if you did it like a horror sort of... Um, I would want it to be very graphic, like the yes. way Spectre killed people back in the day. Yeah. You know, um, before he was like just the cosmic entity people looked at and talked to. Yeah. You know, but like back in the day, like it kind of, do you remember the animated short they made? Oh my God. Where it was kind of a roadhouse. That's like my favorite fucking <laughs> one. But I could see him doing something in that style. Kind of, yeah, it was noir almost. Yeah, yes. It was noir, but yet it still had the, uh, the, the visceral like blood and shit like that, you yeah. know, like because he was impersonating, he was getting into all the fucking weird special effects things in that. Right. But yet, the the weird part about him is he is anchored to the soul of Corrigan, you know what I mean? And Corrigan's like he wrestles with it, right? You know, it, of course he would. But um, and then isn't there a new person now? Probably, I, I think know. so. There's like, or maybe that's fate. Uh, well, yeah, there's, there's been, definitely a new fate. Yeah, there's been like, but I know Corrigan was a best Spectre. Yeah, uh, and then and how Jordan was Spectre for a while. Jordan was Spectre, and Jordan was Spectre in Kingdom Come. Yeah, and then there was, I know it was Corrigan's the same. The, no, I think there was another cop. Well, Corrigan was the red-haired, yeah, you know, know, cop that got buried in the but freaking I think there barrel. Was a, a cop after Hal Jordan. Oh, I could see that. I, yeah. I think. Um, but, well, they they did the Hal Jordan Spectre run, right? And I never read that one all the way through. Um, I read the first two ones all the way through. I'm pretty sure. I would want to do the two. Jim Corrigan stuff anyway. Yeah, 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 and start back in the day. Yes, a hundred percent. that's one another one of those where it's whatever you're doing, whether it's a, just a story, a comic story, a movie, whatever it is. Make it set back in the sixties. His would 70s, be in the his his would fifties. Yeah, th- start in the thirties right. or something. Well, and that would be a cool way to do it too, is show that progression through time, just him taking out different people through time in different ways. Or the same cool. person in different eras. Or the same kind of thing. Just bad people. Yeah. 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 I think it would be pretty bitching. I agree. And in, in that the run that the Spectre did, um, where they had the the AIDS killer. Mm-hmm. The dude that was killing all the girls that yeah. he was trying to find that had a, it was gruesome. Yeah. They had fucking That's what people. I would want. Yeah. A hundred percent. I want that gruesome. I yes. want that. This is not going to be a kid's. This is like going to see the Joker. Yes. Yeah. You know? It, it would make you sit there and go, God damn, that dude's What's badass. Happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Martian Manhunter and the Spectre again, for me, is kind of like, there you go. It's a given. Yeah. So that's why I said, I was <laughs> yeah. like, I figured we were going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to uh, be there. So I don't know if this is really a top five. This is me just throwing out some stuff, I guess. Well, um, what, what's your next one, too? Uh, my, so my next one, uh, moving from Marvel to DC, is um, Jason Blood and Etrigan. Yeah, Etrigan made my um, uh, honorable mention list because I love the character. Yeah. And I just don't think anybody's really got a good grasp on it. I agree. And I think that uh, for those of you that don't know, Etrigan is a demon that's bound to Jason Blood um, by Merlin. Back His in brother. The day. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Merlin is well, the brother of Etrigan. Etrigan, yeah. yeah. He's half-brother or something. Yeah, it's a weird Anyways, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he binds them together, which makes Jason Blood immortal. Yes. Right? So he's been around for a long time. And occasionally the demon comes out and he breathes fire and he's he's a demon. He looks he's, like a demon. And he's a rhyming demon. Well, yes. Not originally, not in the first <laughs> And he really, there's there's a lot of times that he doesn't rhyme right um depending on what you're reading right right yeah. right but for the, I, I don't mind the rhyming so much it's cool as long as it's done right you know and written well yeah um but i would i would want to start this like modern day yes and we're following jason blood through his life you know he's a, a demonologist um but he in the story he had to go to Merlin's crypt. He was like summoned there. And when he read something, that's what caused Etrigan to come back out. So I would want this to be like, he doesn't remember any of this. We don't know an origin, right? Right. But he reads something and I don't think I'd have him summon somewhere necessarily as I would like a book that he just gets. Maybe has it, you know, whatever. Yeah, because he's can, a demonologist. Yeah, and you everything. can MCU yeah. it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though yeah. it's DC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, holy shit, he was there the whole time. Right. Yeah. And then throughout that story, we do get the the backstory of um, how it happened, you know, after after a good portion of this, you know, or like fed throughout, you know. Right. Um Starting after a certain amount of time, after we've watched Jason Blood and he gets this, and we see the first transformation. But and then you could get the whole backstory of Etrigan too, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. And then so you get the the backstory of both and why they are really together, but not at first. It's like a big fight, kind of not cheesy like Venom, but kind of that style, like where they're fighting kind of for dominance a little bit because it's the first time they've been back together yeah for like a hundred years yeah or something, something. Like or like so much years. that jason blood didn't remember any of it right we get to see what happens when jason blood is not on this plane yeah you know what i mean so that's yeah. really interesting yeah because yeah where does he go hell I mean, yeah see he's in <laughs> hell and then etrigan's like later dude yeah yeah so <laughs> but i would want to make it almost horror yeah, it would have to be another like one of those. Horror, yeah. But, I mean, like an avenging kind of horror. You know, he's going to have to go fuck some people up and breathe some fire on people. He's really the ghost rider of DC without the motorcycle. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, because he can... And the immortality, I guess. Yeah, you know, he's huge, too. Yeah. He's a big, imposing character. Absolutely. But yet, you put him... Throughout the years, I mean, he was part of the Justice League Dark, the original lineup. He was part of so many different things. Um, that yeah, he could be bad, one hundred percent. But yet he's it's Jason Blood that tries to put him in motion to help. Yes, instead and of just going out and wreaking havoc. Right. He 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 puts him in the right direction. Right. You know, and makes deals with him throughout things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be the cool part. Yeah. You know. Yeah, to to where you humanize him a little bit, and right. he gets to see the other side, and then becomes a good person. Or a good demon. Good demon. Somewhat. Yeah, somewhat. <laughs> yeah. But when he's in hell, he just fucking goes crazy. Yeah, he's fucking demon. <laughs> he's like, hell. I'm in fucking hell. Fuck <laughs> I'll kill my dad. <laughs> the, I, there was a little four-issue miniseries that was really good. That He was in hell, and he did like have to take on his father. Oh. Yeah, with Merlin. 
His father's Belial, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, cool. Resemblance. <laughs> Who's your mom? <laughs> <laughs> My dad. You don't Whoa. look like Morgana. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's that was my number four or whatever. <laughs> that is a good one. Like I said, I had him on my list because I've been reading a lot about Like on your top five? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Yeah, it was on my uh, honorable mention. Nice. Yeah. Um, number three is going to be easy for me. It's still DC. Okay. Because um, I had Havoc, Marvel, Martian Manhunter, DC. And number three for me is going to be Lobo. Okay. Only in the way that he has got this tremendously rich history in other appearances. Yeah. His books are always wacky, crazy, like fucking, you know, I'm going to get kicked out of heaven 50 times because I'm going <laughs> to play, you know, the harp like a guitar, you know, <laughs> over the top. And I, I I know that they, in the new 52, they tried to kind of tone it down a little bit right. so it wasn't so fucking cheesy. But I think, again, if you put... Because Lobo's just like, do whatever the fuck he wants to, you know? So there's no humanity. There's no nothing. It's mostly bounty hunting. Yeah. 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 And, but since he is the last, just like Martian Manhunter, just like Superman, the last. Everybody's the last. (laughs) It would be, it would be cool to see some. (laughs) What would be really cool is to see like a Mobius looking place. Okay. Like he's in space. Okay. But it's a Mobius-looking kind of city, just very compact. There's just nothing but industrial everything. But he's in these situations. Okay. Um, and it almost be kind of like his his ongoing series, his first one. Okay. That came out in like 90 or something like yeah. that. I don't know, 91, something. 90 when everything was edgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he wasn't trying to take down God, right? Because they had the contract on Goward, uh, um, which is no, weird. I think they started out with him finding his teacher, right? His third grade teacher. Or yeah, like that, that was the first series. Yeah, <laughs> he had to take her back. Um, he eventually cut off he her was, legs. He was not the last Sarzin. <laughs> no, and you know, you know, it's crazy too. Is like in the beginning, if you cut, if he bled, and it fell on the ground, that would spawn another Lobo. Yeah. Really? And um, real like dogs. In, like in, what comics is this? Legion? Legion. Yeah. Um, well, Omega Man, then Legion. Legion yeah. And real docs use that to take over like some some city, the city yeah, like an army like of Lobos? Exactly. But the then f- built into Lobo himself that he couldn't do it. So he took that away from him, right? Okay. But only one of them survived. <laughs> And he actually, the bad Lobo, <laughs> I'm good Lobo, I'm bad Lobo, but the other Lobo came back in his own ongoing series, and they did fight, but they were exactly the same, but the older one still had the power to regenerate if he bled. Ah. So it's fucking weird, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but I, but I see I, I see that. Want, I don't want any part of that in whatever you're going to make. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, I do see the um, the absurdity of it, which there n- nobody would ever do the absurdity of a Lobo in in movie form. There's just no fucking Unless way. Unless you made an awesome space opera. Yeah. A la, like Ice Pirates. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, and there you go. That could be something. Because he, he always works with people, but then he ends up fucking them over. Right. 
So he just does what Lobo does. Yeah, exactly. But maybe kind of take a little bit of that out and still make him fucking super badass. Yeah. Like unstoppable, fighting Superman type shit. And always getting into these weird spots to where everybody's like, whatever, he's not going to live past that one. But he always does. But he, he does. Yeah. He might, come, he might regenerate from a fucking finger and shit. You know what I mean? Right. But he still does. Um, but in that really almost kind of like uh, heavy metal world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. and just very, very weird locales. Uh, maybe they already did it, but I think he's really kind of underused. He's not going to come to Earth and be like, hey, I'm going to help people. Right. Fuck no. He's going to be in some weird planet every time, you know? Right, right. <laughs> and it's going to be something crazy, but it doesn't have to be that crazy. Maybe, right. Maybe if he did it to where he actually has to, like, tone himself down to do something. Because even in Crush and Lobo, he's, like, fucking... He, he, cause there's the only, they're the only two left, his daughter, right. right? So they're, he's DNA locked to the actual prison that he's in. But guess who else has got the DNA? Yeah. So he tricks his daughter to come in there and guess what? They're like, oh, sorry. And he gets away <laughs> and she's in jail. <laughs> I think I read that actually. Yeah. yeah. And, and it takes a long time for her to get out and she's like, God damn it. <laughs> he oh, used me again. <laughs> so I, I, that's why I like the, the Crush and Lobo series because right. it is, I don't know, it's it's different. It's cool. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's very underused. I agree with that. But if I were going to do anything, I would just make a live action Lobo paramilitary Christmas special. They did a live action one. Yeah. What? Yeah. Remember Latimer? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Remember Latimer from um uh, the program? Yes. He was Lobo. In the Lobo paramilitary Christmas special, and they did it live action for a dollar fifty or something like yeah, that. That's the problem. Uh, he looked great. Um, Santa Claus looked fucking great too. I did watch it. It was like a twenty minute deal. Okay. Um, I don't really remember that much. It's on YouTube, and they had the rabbit. Nice. They had fucking everything, nice. but they really didn't get into the uh, the whole, you know. I didn't watch. I I don't remember it. Right. I'll have you to know? check that out. Yeah, yeah. It's on YouTube though. You can look nice. for it. <laughs> so Lobo, yeah, that's a good call. I like it. Who's your number three? My number three, Martha. So this is going to be a weird answer. Okay. Um, and the reason I say that is because when I say the first part of the name, you're going to be like, motherfucker. <laughs> But it's Batman Beyond. I think that's great. Well, I obviously there's one bazillion Batman things out there, and everybody loves Batman. But I love this storyline, mm-hmm. and I think we have actors now that could play <clears throat> the part of an older Batman. You know what I mean? Um, and Terry McGinnis's story is good. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's a whole different story, but it's the same in some aspects. And Bruce Wayne's character has great arcs within that story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean as yeah. well. Um, so I think between those two and, and just the creating Neo Gotham. Right. Dude. Yeah, you could. And, and in I, my head, I'm always thinking like a mo- like how you would transition this to film. Yeah. You know, 
Um, but you could do a comic as well. That's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just haven't done one of those for real in a long time. Um, <laughs> but I would think as a film, you could, man, you could just nail it and make, dude, Neo Gotham would look so cool. Well, but you know what it'd be? It'd be Sway. <laughs> Wasn't that what they said in that? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. It so. might have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the the show was awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely. It was great. Really good. Um, and I love the way that the 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 Batman in that one is like fucking crazy. You know, yeah, I he's mean, got the suit. Yeah, and... he everything that Batman, the Bruce Wayne learned as Batman, put it into that. Yeah, absolutely, and I think the Batman Beyond comic, I think that might be where I break the run, because I, I don't remember how many comics there were. There were still some pretty current ones, you know what I mean? Um, and Because I remember he went and fought Damian Wayne at one point, um, which was a fairly cool story, you know? Huh. Like an old, But Damian Wayne was like the head of the uh, League of Shadows. I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he's much older. Yeah, yeah. He would be like what thirty something. <laughs> yeah, it would. But th- I, I just think there's a whole. I mean, you don't have to go that deep into it. You could just make it the first story arc from the cartoon, almost. You know what I mean? Oh shit, yeah. Or even the change uh, that a little bit. You know, the Robin switch. one too. Yeah, what was the movie. Um, the Joker. Yeah, yeah. yeah it had Mark Hamill as the yeah, Joker. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was the Joker or something, right? Yeah, and the Joker was inside of um, Tim Drake. Tim Drake's mind. Yeah. Uh oh shit. Yeah, he had four volumes. Yeah, I think that like I said, I think I broke the rules as far as the run there, but I just don't think Not really. Uh, with this I was thinking more of film, you know what I mean? Well, he had um Yeah, all together? Mm-hmm. Maybe a hundred. Okay. Okay. Because volume one was ninety nine, volume two was ninety nine, uh, two thousand one. Okay. I think that was the longest run. Um, then you had twenty thirteen through twenty fifteen, twenty ten, twenty eleven, twenty eleven, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. So they were like year. Okay. One year, two year. Volume six, uh, twenty sixteen to two thousand. Or 2020. Okay. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I went backwards. Yeah, I think those were the ones that I read with the where Ray fights Damien. And that movie was Batman, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker. Yes. Easiest name ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was a pretty good story. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't think I'd go that direction with it to start yeah. off. But I do like, you know, like there were characters that were still in the show that tied in, you mm-hmm. know. And, of course... He had his dog. <laughs> yeah. He had the big old mutt. <laughs> so it's almost like Dark Knight Returns, but... But not, because I think that's the difference. He's mm-hmm. like Batman with no baggage. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He has his own baggage, don't get yeah. me wrong, but it's not quite Batman broody style. Yeah. He still was an asshole Yeah, at first, and then the very first episode didn't have him like old... Like right before he hung up the suit, and he had like one last like little battle that they showed, uh, and he was still really big yeah, built Batman, yeah. but he was fucking old as shit. Yes, so he had to put the suit away. Yep. <laughs> He's like, ah, I gotta fight a Mazo again. <laughs> but I think that would be a cool one. It'd be something different to see on whether television, big screen, whatever. Um, I will shout out another Batman character that I would like to see more of, and I know we're getting a Batgirl movie 
HBO Max something. I don't know what. Yeah. I think it's a movie. Um, I want to see Oracle. That version of Barbara Gordon. Okay. I really like her. And I really like Cassandra Kane. Okay. Uh, that Batgirl. Okay. Because um, her backstory is awesome. So that's, again, another character that made my honorable mention actually was Cassandra Kane. Right. Batgirl. Because hmm. I think you could build a whole story like she was raised to um, not only just raised. So Lady Shiva is her mom. She was raised um, to be the perfect warrior. Like so much so that like she cut her vocal cords so that she couldn't talk and she had to, she, she was a better warrior because of it. She could read people's body language better. Oh, okay. You know? Damn. Um, yeah. And then her dad is yeah, this big assassin. Yeah. Isn't that version of bad girl? Like, doesn't she have like sewn up or something she like does, that? Yes. Like, on the, like a lot of her costume kind of looks like yeah 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 okay 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 but that's a she's a really cool character her her dad even like the whole story of her background's pretty badass so you could do that um but i'll take whatever batgirl they're gonna give me because i like most of them right right yeah. i i mean again that's a big sandbox yeah you know so and each I, one of those characters are compelling I only mentioned the honorable mentions because I was kind of in the Bat family and I didn't want to come back to the Bat family later and be like, that guy just talks about Batman. <laughs> you like nothing but Batman. No, that's a good that's a good choice. Batman Beyond is I don't know. <laughs> Again, a really good place to play. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you create a whole new world. Like the villains aren't the same old villains, and that's why right. I wouldn't do the Joker story. Right, right, right. I would right. want to keep it with the villains that they had, you know, that he has as his own villains. Wouldn't you have Henry Rollins in it? Usually. <laughs> yes. uh, I would. Absolutely. <laughs> and Glenn Danzig. Yes. <laughs> no, Rollins was actually a voice on the yeah, show. No, it I was remember. just so cool. Um, yeah, no, no, that's a great pick. Um, I'll take over my number two. Ooh, number two. This character has been misused for every iteration, Ooh. I think, every time. It's just he is a wonderful character altogether. Huge, but just never fleshed out the right way. Okay. And it's weird to say that because he doesn't have that much flesh. <laughs> it's Deathlock. Oh, nice. Deathlock has... He is just a very intriguing character because he is always fighting with his mind, you know, but yet he's super badass. He's dead. <laughs> right. Rotting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Weird. Um, but yet majorly badass. I mean, he can keep up with any, anybody. Um, and that the, his whole, you know, he was a, like a computer programmer or something like that. You know, he's like the cyborg of Marvel. Yeah, to some degree. Yeah. And the computer has taken him through time and shit like that. Yeah. You know? The the one story that he had with uh, Captain America. Really good one. Um, but he just... I Nobody I've really seen... I've always loved to read his comics. And I've always loved to go through the ones that really... Like the early 90s stuff, you okay. know? But it just never was great, you know? 
It was he was always whining to the computer most of the time. Yeah, like you don't know. Deathlock needs to be he needs to be kind of yeah pissed off, but yet not really just trying to take out the guy that made him this way. Right, you know what I mean? Right. He needs to be a hero, and he could be. Yeah, and I think he could be a very good one, like uh, almost kind of how Machine Man has turned out. Right, in a way. Okay. But he could be like more Not quite like Machine Man. No, yeah. no, no. Um that's the only thing I can um mix. <laughs> <laughs> I would really say too, he could be almost kind of like a Punisher character, like a hero that's for what hire. I was gonna say, yeah. You know, he's a he's a guerrilla fighter. They can send him in anti hero. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not yeah, but he's not necessarily like a uh uh, working for the CIA and shit like that, but right. kind of, I don't some know. Black Ops group. Yeah, he's yeah, a merc. Black you know Sight. I mean? Yeah. Oh, that would be weird if Deadlock was on a team Ooh. full of mercs. Like Deathlock and Solo. Ooh, there you go. Uh, Not like Weapon X style shit, you know yeah, what I mean? No. It would. Um, it would have to be something good. Again, I don't, I just don't think that he's had the right hands. I, I don't disagree with you, and I think there's a lot of potential within that character to tell a really, really compelling story. I would not be the guy to handle that story myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I see the potential, but I feel like Mel Brooks saying, you should make this. Yeah. <laughs> I can't make the outfit, man. <laughs> David. You make it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's been so long since I've read some Deathlock too, that I'm really behind. Um, but he was one of my favorite characters back in the day. Nice. Cause he was one of those B listers that just look cool. Yeah. You know, you're like, Ooh, he's got a backpack. <laughs> Silver. Cool backpack guy. He's got like metal legs <laughs> and like half a real face and like a target eyeball <laughs> and he's always like shut up pooter <laughs> they always uh, abbreviated computer right and be like shut leave me alone pooter <laughs> what? what did you just say to me sir harry pooter are you a whisker biscuit <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible House of Whisker Biscuit <laughs> gets 400 points. Whisker Biscuit. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm really going to leave with Deathlock. There's not much else. You know, he just needs somebody to come in there and just revamp it. Yeah. Not redo the character like people try to do. Like they try to do with Lobo. Yeah. But just make him more, I don't know, he's almost like a Spawn kind of a character. You know? Yeah, for sure. In that weird way, like he's, they're like, you're this, and you're, I don't want to be that. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> well, I think that's a good pick. I, I think, like I said, there's a ton of potential with that character. But I think somebody would have to take that character kind of sideways to what we've seen before. Yes. You know, in a, just a whole different direction. I mean, he's been there forever. First appeared in Astonishing Tales, 1974. That seems like a long time ago. Yes. That's still when comics were 25 cents. Dang. Damn. 
Damn. Okay, you're up. Well, sticking with... <laughs> you can kind of see where my love goes <laughs> with with certain things. Um, my my next character kind of fits in with... Uh, I believe it was my first character. Um, and that's Zatanna. And I think that she has a, a cool storyline. But she's the remember we talked earlier, um, because I would want to do something with her father, you know, um, and I may even take the approach from where he became Dr. Fate. And she lost her father and could only see him like once a year in a magical grove thing. Oh, OK. okay. Um, that was a cool storyline. I think that was from Young Justice. It may have came from the comics. Um, but her dad, obviously, he, you know, he was a magician too, Zatara. He was like the f- the first one. Yep. But I think what would be cool, and, and this is where we were talking earlier about, like, there's certain characters where I don't, I want them to be the character, right? But there's other characters that have to be involved. Right. And for this one, I would definitely want to see Constantine at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was more later in her her whole deal, right? Correct. And it wouldn't yeah. have to be in the, like, if you were doing a movie or a run of comics, it doesn't have to be in the first one. You know what I mean? But eventually, those connections to the dark universe, because if, if you haven't gathered, I'm making, I'm making Justice League dark eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, Makes sense. But yeah, I, I think that, uh, I, I, man, I, I just think like even... Like cinematically, let's take it there for a minute. Like her saying her spells backwards and all that. You know what I mean? And I love reading those. I do too. <laughs> yeah. I do too. It's just like figuring out. You're like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Oh, shit. You know? <laughs> it's like if uh, you're a telemarketer, please <laughs> don't right. ever call. Yeah. What? <laughs> I know that means something. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome. I mean, she's... Pretty big badass too. She, she was uber powerful, dude, and and I think that's what would be cool. And it's, I I mean, it would just be total magic. Like I wouldn't have her teaming up with like Batman, which is where I think I originally remember her from is from a Batman comic, uh, like the first time I ever saw her. Okay, um, and I don't even care if she wears like the the magician's outfit the way that she does. In the comics, like she doesn't have to wear fishnets, is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, the bikini with fishnets <laughs> yeah. and a fucking top hat. And right. Shit. <laughs> I, I want her to have the top hat because that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Know? But I, I think that it would be a cool story, like of uh, have her, you know, go through her own growth, you know, into battling one of the the very myriad of magical people or magical bad folks that are out there right. you know what i mean um in her first story arc and you kind of get that and then i i love that that like i said that storyline where she loses her father and he offers to become fate in her place actually okay um and because uh what was the original guy's name Dr. Dr. Fate. Fate. Oh my God, I forgot. Anyways, but he's like dying. Doctor Don Blake. No, I'm you just know kidding. what I mean. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that that's uh, Thor, man. <laughs> um, but it would be a purely magic show. So what I what I think about this or show, movie, comic, 
is it really fits in with what if you wrote it the right way, it would be very compelling to people who do not read comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, right. You don't even almost pitch it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. The DC people, like people who read comics will know. Yeah. See, you and, know? and I think a lot of these, I, I think they need to play to their audience more. Yeah. You know, you play, again, you play to your audience to where they've grown up with you. Mm-hmm. Like everybody, you know, that I know so many people that grew up with comics, but I, but I still kind of feel like there's only a very few amount of them that are like, oh shit, I still fucking read that. And to see something like that straight out of the gate, that's like how I would do like a Martian Manhunter too, you know, it's more like it's right there. Right. You don't really dig into the origin too much. Agreed. agreed. It's a pure comic book It's something that happens in the background. Yes. That's, That's the way I feel. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be flashbacks. It could be through exposition, conversation, things so that you infer what's happened. You know what I mean? Right. I'm going to show you the cool shit. Don't worry. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's getting there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'd be cool if there was ever a way for us to get a Justice League proper um, like movie that could expand into where the Justice League is now. Because there's a really cool story where... It was when, oh, I don't remember what the run or whatever it was. Batman quit the Justice League because he found out that they were having Zatanna mind wipe criminals. Oh, so he was like, nah. No, that ain't, that ain't how it goes. goes against my code. <clears throat> right. And that was a cool, that was a cool deal, you know. But yeah, so I think you could have fun with her. I, I thought about Zatanna too. <clears throat> just in the way that she's been, I think more in the, um, she's been more on the surface in the last, like, let's just say 10 years. Sure. She's really been more of a, a bigger character because before that it was like, eh. she had yeah. her own ongoing, but nothing really too, no. too big. You I know? think the most prominent she's been is in the animated movies. Yes. That's about it. Really? Yeah. Everything else, she's been in team books that I remember, you know? I don't remember her being in anything else <laughs> other than, like I said, I think that I originally read something about her in Batman. Oh. Like back in the day. That was like my first foray. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's my number two, even though I didn't number them, and that's really not the one I'm the most passionate about. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Know what you mean. Um like I keep thinking now, I'm like, I want to do a Cassandra Kane movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was like yeah. my honorable mention. That's the one I'm thinking about the most yeah, right like, now. Oh, I should do that. <laughs> um I guess we're to my number one. We are. Um before I hit my number one, I'll I'll give you my honorable mentions. Okay. You know, just to kind of open that up. Of course, you know, I'm a big fan of Dead Man. I think Dead Man would be an awesome ongoing again. Okay underutilized but yet not very powerful um they're really kind of just focus on you know and a lot of his series like just weird aspects of it nothing really concrete he's another character that i mostly remember from other people's comics right you know his own comics aren't that bad yeah i've never read one uh there's a there's a good series where he actually falls in love with another ghost 
Okay. Um, and it's like a two or three issue series or something like that. Very, very good. Okay. It's probably one of the best Dead Man stories I can remember reading. He did have his own ongoing in New 52, but of course, one year later, they were like, later. That's um, over. Yeah. All of his other stuff that he's been in has been like short lived. Right. Four issue series here, four issue series there, a lot like Lobo. Right. But again, he's an integral part in a lot of things. Um, Justice League Dark, yeah, he was a he was a major part of that on that first iteration that they had, you know. Right. The second iteration with Constantine. Um. But he just never. It's like they kind of. He's like almost like Plastic Man, you know. Right. He's almost kind of like a joke. Right. But he really isn't. No. You know, I, I think that, you know, with what he could do, and that's why that one series where he kind of fell in love was such a good series, because that was a good, like, it was just, it was unusual. It was a ghost love story. Right. Doesn't make sense. Like the movie Ghost. Yeah. Like Ghost. Except it was a ghost and a live person. <laughs> Mixed marriages. <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I th- I think again, like my my head always goes to the visual, you know, like a uh, movie thoughts, you mm-hmm. know, is he would be a cool character if the story. This is again going back to your caveat, if the story was done in a different direction than what we've seen in the past, right? Like of him just being an ancillary character, even though sometimes that's a main, he's like a main linchpin and mm-hmm. getting things done and getting whatever accomplished they need to get accomplished. Right. He's seldom the focus, you know? Yeah. Um, so if you did it right, you know, um, I don't know enough about dead man to be honest with you. I know he was an acrobat, right? Yeah. And I'm not looking at anything. I'm just trying to remember. He was an acrobat who got killed while he was doing some stunts by somebody. Uh, basically, yeah. He he was an arrogant asshole. Yeah. And um, he got shot in mid-tumble That's in right. the air. And uh, he woke up or became him his spirit side. But then he found out that he was the avatar for like uh, Ram Kushna, Ramakushna. Right, right. And which is weird to begin with. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't Boston know. It's Boston Brand, right? Yeah, Boston Brand. And it's just weird. Like, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Um, the the Hindu part of it inside this. And it's it, and I remember, you know, how it all came to be. And he's just like, what the f- why <laughs> the whole time is like i don't get this kind of like mark specter <laughs> yes yes like what is going on and then he figures out how he can get into people and take them over and then he's always going after the gangsters in the the very first one i guess the one that came out in like the early 80s that was the one where he was still kind of going into these people well, that's what I think I would want to see, right? Like you have whatever his journey figuring out who he is, right? right? And then having, you know, the whatever conversation with the God, however that works out. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then maybe him <laughs> stopping crime, like some sort of something that started earlier, you know, something we knew about earlier. Right, he right, stops right. that by being yeah. able to jump through bodies and control people and stuff like that, you know? right. 
That's just, it's weird. Yeah, that's a, definitely a weird character. Um, I think that's that's one of the characters where, I, like, I don't have anything against him, but I've never really delved into him, like, to look for a solo series or anything like that. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. just not enough interest, like, kind of one-trick pony to me. Yeah. You know, but not in a bad way. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Which, I, I it, it would be weird to kind of come up with a story for Dead Man that would keep it going you know but i think you really could I, yeah. th- I think this one actually i think dead man probably has the most potential just because there's not anything yeah you know there's no there. there's just the ramakushna thing. right um which i mean kind of leads me to another one of my um honorable mentions and that would be adam strange of course yeah, um adam strange so good dude man we've talked about that before yeah. you and i whether that was on mic yeah. or not but uh, I agree with Adam Strange. Yeah. He made my list as well. Yeah, yeah. It was just kind of fucking really cool shit. I really think Ben Riley would be an awesome alternate Spider-Man or something like that. Well, he has else. been recently. Hey, they bring the him comics, back. Yeah, I I really like that character. Really, really, really like that character. Um, and then Man Thing. Man Thing's more supernatural. I don't. That's another character. That character is very much like Dead Man. Like, yes, I don't know enough about Man Thing. Mm-hmm. Like, in my head, you're either a Swamp Thing person, <laughs> yeah, or Man or Thing, like Man Thing, the knockoff. You know, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know the story behind Origins for either one of them. I'm just saying Swamp Thing's cooler. Yeah, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing actually talks because, well, and not only that, but I mean, let's be real. Like when we, like Alan Moore happened. Oh yeah. <laughs> to Swamp Thing, you know, and yeah. made it a whole different thing. Yeah, and um, Man Thing, like, doesn't really talk a lot. He doesn't know no. at all. He's like, Rrr. he's just like a super entity kind of back in the background. he burns you with his yeah. burning touch, but he's This is my penance burn. <laughs> I'm a plant and fire would hurt. <laughs> I don't know. Man Thing yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the one the stories that I like with Man Thing in it, is he is invoked very rarely, and he comes out and he's like a force of nature. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't need any more <laughs> Man-Thing. But I could see, didn't they make a sci-fi movie, Man-Thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched it. Never seen it. Never no, seen I heard it. bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that makes my list, too, is Howard the Duck. Of course. Um, I'm not really going to get into that one. <laughs> it's understandable. Um, of but... course, I got Etrigan, and you know my love for Real Docs. Yeah. Um, Brainiac 3. Yeah. I think that if you were to do a solo series with just him, because mm-hmm. he's just weird. Very, very weird. Uh, almost on the spectrum kind of weird uh, for like a very big brain. He's a savant. He's got, he doesn't have a 10th level intellect. He has like a ninth level intellect. Ah. So it's just like a step down or something like that, which is weird for him. But yet he's always trying to prove how good he is, you know, and how calculating. But he doesn't want to be like his dad, right. Brainiac 1. Um, and he doesn't want to be like his son, Brainiac 3, which Brainiac 3 is a fucking prick. <laughs> so is Brainiac 1. But he's kind of in the middle. And I think that's a really cool story to kind of go through. Yeah. And not 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 like Legion style right but more just him by himself becoming you know uh, ruthless because right. he's ruthless but good 
he sees a lot of good things for it, but it's just strange. Um, then, of course, I have Spider-Woman. Oh, Jessica Drew? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I think uh, Spider-Woman, she's been explored. She had her own cartoon, everything like that. But it would be cool to see more. Um, yeah. And that's just because I, I want to learn more about it. And then my last, uh, besides Green Arrow, Green Arrow... Yeah. He had like nine seasons of a TV show. I know it's a TV show, comic yeah. book wise. Uh, I'd like to see some more yeah. grittiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's why I'm not going to really expand on that. <laughs> <laughs> but then, if uh, I could get more stuff like Longbow Hunter, yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but I found this dude. His name is Doctor Occult. Okay. He's been around since the 30s. All right. So is this DC Marvel. DC. Okay. Um, very unusual character. I knew that because I would have known who he was. I just said Marvel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a very weird kind of premise. I think, um, I didn't really read too much, but I'm, I'm going to, it's just another character that I think that they could bring into it. Okay. And add into like a Justice League Dark. Yeah. Um, but my number one, my ultimate number one would be US Agent. Okay. Like a comic? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Every miniseries that I ever had of U.S. Agent, I liked it. Um, some some good people have had good series with him. But it's just like they have him as this fucking hothead type of, you know, I'm I'm the second Captain America. You know, I can live two to tons. Live up to, yeah. And he's actually stronger, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's stronger because he got the power broker shit, right. which made him like super strong to where he can lift like over one ton or like five, something like that. Right. Endurance, everything like that. They've never really necessarily got the character right, except for whenever he did take over for Cap. Whenever he was Captain America for that six issue, eight issue kind of run, he learned from Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Um, had Battlestar, you know, he, yeah. um, he had the bucks. Yes. And then he went crazy yeah. and killed all the watchdog people. Right. Um, and I just remember seeing that issue and just being like, whoa, yeah. that dude's killing people. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, later on, yeah, of course he was like one of the founding members of the West Coast Avengers, right? Yes. He was there. So you should read you some West Coast Avengers, I guess. I actually do. I, I actually did buy a West Coast Avengers comic the nice. other day. Nice. <laughs> so I was like, yes. Score. Yeah. All the tiger I can oh. handle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really think that, it, again, if you did him like an espionage, okay. you know, almost kind of like uh, not necessarily undercover, He's got a code of ethics, but it's very loose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, um, you know, you got to get the job done. Yeah. Um, and he's not, he's, he's like not a peacemaker. Cap. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not Cap. He's not, yeah, he'll do what it takes. Right. But yet. Keep the peace no matter how many people I have to kill. Exactly. Yeah. 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 He's that kind of a character, which yeah. is crazy. And, and obviously, um, the. Cap Winter Soldier show. Yeah. Uh, we we've got him in, you know, media in the MCU. Um and I love I love that character. I like I think that they could build that into a good story arc and it looks like at the end of it that they may be, you know, keeping him in the universe, which would be great. Right. Um but yeah, you could do some really cool comics with him. Um 
especially if you play on the nationalism of everything, like keep that line that they always kind of had, you know, like right. where he's the darker Captain America, if you will, you know, he's going to do those more covert, you know, like I'll put him on a mission just about, you know, to go kill somebody if I have to, or take <laughs> out a spy or whatever. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. I agree with that. That's a cool number one. Cause again, there's just a lot of room for story there. Yes, big yeah. time. I, I really think that you explore him a little bit more. You kind of get more into who he is, right. why he became who he was. And yeah, I mean, the reason why he killed all the watchdogs is because they killed his parents or some shit like that. Right, so. right. Yeah, still. I don't think it was ever not justified, but it was not justified for Captain America, you know, to kill. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Like that, so yeah, and I mean, he's faced some fucking pretty crazy bad guys too. Um, yeah, he's he's done a lot of shit. Yeah, I re- I really think he would be a a character that I would love to get behind as far as like, um, I don't know, I don't know, just to just to explore more of the espionage part of it, have him maybe be a part of Shield somehow, sure, but very underground part of Shield, yeah. Um, still carry the same kind of black costume with the uh, stars and stripes on it, and because they've tried to redo his costume so many times, but the original one's the best. Right. I'm sorry. Um, the the U.S. agent Captain America costume that he took, you know. Right. Um, but the black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black with the the nice reds and everything like that. Yep. Absolutely. All right, that was my number one. Okay, so here's some weirdness. You ready? My number one, also a West Coast Avenger. Oh. And that man is Simon Williams, Wonder Man. Hollywood. Hollywood, if you will. Hollywood. (laughs) But, dude, his story is actually pretty good. Like, he um, inherited... His dad's tech company, um, it was like Williamson, whatever their last name was, Industries or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Um, it, it wasn't Industries, it was something like that. But at any rate, he, he did that, He and they start losing like all their money because of Stark Industries. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So his brother talks him into embezzling money to like help, and he ends up going to prison. And he blames Stark Industries, of course, for all this, you know. Mm-hmm. But then he gets out, and uh, he goes to the power broker and gets powers so that he can get his revenge, you know, against... against. Um, and it was Baron Zemo, actually, that, like, headed all this, getting him powers through the power broker and all that. Nice. Um, so that he could be part of, like infiltrating them, becoming a member, and then turning on them at the last minute. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then at the last minute, he's like, no. Right? Wasn't there a Wonder Man in Captain America comics um, when it was Iron Man, Captain America, but it wasn't the same Wonder Man as this guy? This is the only Wonder Man I know of. There was somebody that almost had the same kind of powers back so his powers have changed over time. Mm-hmm. So it could have been the same character. I I think it was I think it was a different guy, and okay. then they called him Wonder Man. Okay. But then this guy, the Avenger Wonder Man, came later. 
Okay. I or don't know. he might have turned. I don't know. It was, I, I remember him being in some of those older ones. Okay. I, I just gave my son, uh, my oldest, all my graphic novels that I'm not going to read again. Right. I was like, here you go. Start reading up. Right on. <laughs> there may have been another Wonder Man. I, I kind of have a memory. No, I think he's the same dude. Because are you talking about the dude in the green? No. 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 Okay. No. Doesn't matter. Yeah, this was this was sixties. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about Avengers. Yeah. Wonder Man. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he. What's What's crazy about it is he gets killed, and the thing. And we're not going to go into the story where, like, they upload his brain pattern so that they can try to you know if something can fix happen, his body. Yeah. And uh, that's when Ultron steals those brain patterns to make Vision. Mm, but we're okay. not going to do any of that. Right. <clears throat> but to have him be able to come back, and then we get his brother, Eric, who becomes the Grim Reaper, because he thinks the Avengers killed his brother. Uh, <laughs> but then they end up battling, on, and that would probably be your apex battle at the you know end of the... And I think you'd have to do a proxy for the Avengers, you know? Um, as it sits now. Okay. Because you don't have... It'd be a second stringer Avengers. Yeah, Like yeah. Yellow Jacket. Or whatever's and... coming up next, you know, he yeah. could be a part of any of it, to be right, honest. Right, and right, it right, doesn't right. have to be Baron Zemo. There's plenty of other villains that could be forming the Masters of Evil or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, you know? well, who do they have? It was Zemo, Skull, the dude in the chair, the fucking... Um, yeah, uh, they had like a Russian. <laughs> they had they had all these dudes. One dude that had all like these a national stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. And one dude that had like a like a scarf that he could wrap around your head, and it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure yeah. that was all but, about yeah. But I think if you took the bones of his story, right? Yeah. Um, and then he because like in the real story, like he stays in the like for years. He's like in this catatonic state or whatever. And it's not until way later that he wakes up and has his powers as they are. And they also trick him at the beginning. Like Zemo tells him that he has to take this because he gets the powers, right? Mm-hmm. He has to take this drug all the time. Oh. And Zemo's the only person that has the drug. We'll come to find out none of that's true. And you also find out that while he was in that stasis that he was just basically transforming because it when he when he comes back he's just pure ionic power gotcha you know what yeah. i mean yeah so he's like super strong he can fly he can kill you whatever he's he's indestructible <laughs> yeah, like, yeah he's pretty badass yeah 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 underutilized i i think so that's crazy that we both had uh, our number ones are West Coast Avengers. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> so a couple of honorable mentions for me. I just actually have one honorable mention left because I kind of fed some of them throughout our, mm-hmm. our conversation here. And and this is a weird one. This is like the 90th one. And that's Night Thrasher and the New Warriors. Okay. Um, I, I was hoping you weren't going to say Dark Hawk. N- nope. <laughs> <laughs> no Chris Powell for me, sir. Um, though I do think here's how you would make that interesting: you would do Darkhawk, but it's the greatest American hero. Ooh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he's like trying to figure out what everything yeah. does, and oh, goofy and he's all. falling off the roof yeah, and shit. Got poofy afro, uh, blonde afro. <laughs> Maybe you don't have to do that part. Yeah. Um, nice curly. So Night Thrasher and the New Warriors. 
Um, it was Night Thrasher is kind of a Batman esque character, and his armor and stuff looks really cool. Um, minus the skateboard, I'd probably get rid of that because that's very nineties. Um, Thrasher skateboard. He he used it to fight <laughs> crime. What, was it a one of the big fishtail? No, no. Skate, skateboards. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> it was dark. It was black because oh. you know he's stealthy. Of course. Um, but the st- the story with him is actually pretty cool. Like his p- parents get killed. He's rich. The um, there's a guy named Cord, I think, that is like his guardian. Like after, like he worked for the parents. Yeah. And then this Asian woman, Ty, I believe is her name. And she was like one of the like people that took care of him as well. But then you find out like she's part of like some whole um sect of people. Like she's way evil and she actually like mind controls Cord for a while and like manipulates all these events that makes him form a team with like Speedball. Uh, Marvel Boy before he became Justice, Namorita, Firestar, Nova. So he forms his team, but like they, they're really like the lady actually set all this stuff in motion so that he did all this stuff happens, so that she can do something. Uh, I don't know some magic thing. Wasn't that one of the be- Speedball and and some of those characters weren't they? Um... Uh, very integral in the Civil War. Like they, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, so that was a later iteration of the New Warriors, mm-hmm. and it was almost like at that point they were a reality TV show. Uh, I don't think Night Thrasher yeah. was involved in that at all. Okay, okay. Um, but <laughs> they were on TV whenever that shit happened. Right, right, and that's when, like, I think it was Speedball that. Nitro blew up and killed like a bunch of kids. Yeah, families yeah, and shit like and that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On live TV. Yeah, so that kind of led them into being like, yo. But that wouldn't be the new Warriors I do. I do the other ones. Yeah. Because um, I, I think that if you could build, like, I think it'd be cool if you could play that whole backstory where she's controlling everything to put everything in motion. Gotcha. Even the, him creating a team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, again, he is very Batman-esque. I'm super rich. Um, he's black, so, you know, that's different. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, he's got technology and stuff. Right. Still, I always kind of liked the design of his armor. Looked pretty cool. There's a whole story arc with his brother that he doesn't know he has, too. Huh. And he becomes Night Thrasher for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I think he actually becomes the last iteration of Night Thrasher. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I just think it would be something different. You know what I mean? And here's a bunch of ancillary characters. Like you might leave Nova out because I know they're going to do a Nova show, right? All these other characters, nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> There's so many characters. You like know what that. I mean? Like yeah, Firestar. Come on, I know. <laughs> Speedball. Yeah, which his I think his power would look super cool in CG, dude. Like bouncing around and <laughs> doing his. Thing. I could see. Again, one of my favorite comic book series is Legion. Mm-hmm. And I think every person in that could have their own. Sure. Uh, maybe maybe not even that much, but only like a year's worth, you right. know, before they actually become Legion. You know, what leads them all to the uh, 
the gulag that they're in before yeah. they got to get out, Garen Beck and all these other people. I think that would be really cool too. Yeah. Um, but I see, I'm going to have to look at that. What's that? That team you're talking about. Yeah, it was uh, definitely very 90s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there is a cool story in it, though. Like, I talked about it when we did, uh, oh, I don't remember what. It was like an early episode that we did with some comic ideas that, like, hadn't been turned into anything. I think it was movies, actually, we were mm. talking about. And uh, I talked about Major Vance Astro. Yes. From the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. But Marvel Boy from this, from New Warriors is his version on in the 616. He's the one that gets the telepath or the telekinetic powers, psychokinetic, whatever he calls them. Um, Psychosomatic. <laughs> because he meets his vert, the regular version of Major Vans Astro from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, unlocks that, so he's much younger. Oh, okay, okay. And he his power set is much stronger. You know what I mean? Gotcha. But he kills his father, I think it is. Um, because his father's beating his mom and he uses his telekinetic powers and fucking kills him or fucks him up. No, I think he kills him because he goes to prison. <laughs> like there's a whole prison story. They just like go and break him out like on his way to prison. He's like, no, I'm going to prison. I did this. Ooh. So there's cool stories in there. And then later on he becomes justice and is on the Avengers initiative. Nice. Yeah. So I think that lots of cool story in that. Cool. Cool. But you just un nineties it a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's, do you remember a character, Rage? No. So he was part of the Avengers for a while. Um, he was tied into this book, this New Warriors, the original New Warriors run. But he was like a 13-year-old kid or something. They got hit with some sort of biohazard, you know, like everybody radioactive, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> He got like huge and indestructible almost, you know, and he wore like a luchador mask, huh. um, but he was like 13 and like he got kicked off the Avengers because they found out he was 13. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, sorry, dude. So he could be another character you could tie into this if you want to. I never thought his character was very deep, but who, you know. who is the character that had the, like the weird, um, that came from the, 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 uh, the one world that's so freaking crazy. Um, and it, he was like a younger guy, blonde hair, but then he had like this black entity that was in him. It was like a techno virus thing that he had going on. What was that dude's name? I don't know what we're talking about. He was in the new mutants. Oh, um, ah, Doug and, uh, yes, Doug Locke. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Warlock. But Doug Lock is what you're talking about. Doug Lock, yeah. yeah. Doug Lock, and then what was the planet that um, he was from? Warlock yeah. was from. Yeah. Um, Mojo, Mojo World. Was he from Mojo? Well, that I something like that. I think. Well, I think Longshot was Longshot. from Mojo World, yeah. and so was Shatterstar from X Force. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that guy was or not. Mojo World would be pretty cool. That'd be crazy. You know, here <laughs> here it is. I'm gonna finish my. Here's the ultimate story of the ultimate un underused, underutilized person. I'm going to make a movie called Rick Jones. <laughs> he is the tie that binds. That's right. No That's shit. Right. For uh, I was going to say that Wonder Man almost made my list. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, you know, eh, but I already have a uh, West Coast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then 
Yes. I, I really think... Uh, Make a Rick Jones story that starts from where Hulk started, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then take him through all the things like, didn't he become... He used the quantum bands for a while and was Quasar. Yes, and he was also Bucky. Yeah, exactly. He That's was, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you go through those and... What a crazy story. No shit. <laughs> and and now... Off of a guy sitting in his car playing guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like a weird fucking like amalgam of, of weird gamma shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the last uh, Immortal Hulk yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if he's even in the new Hulk. Who's writing the new Hulk? Donnie Cates. Was it Cates? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just got number one the other day. He's doing Thor, too. Yeah, he's doing all kinds. Now, of Thor's shit. runs pretty good. I will throw that out there. There's yeah. some interesting stuff going on in there. Thor's got a lot of rich history, just like Silver Surfer. Thor probably has more, just because. Yeah. You know, mythology. Yeah, and Silver Surfer's <laughs> fucking rad. Norrin uh, rad. Yeah, Norrin rad. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good story to really explore. But they've done a lot of Silver Surfer stuff. He's still a kind of a B-list. Oh, he's definitely a B-list. Because yeah. really, the only things he's been in was that 90s cartoon mm-hmm. and that Rise of the Silver Surfer movie, which was one of those Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't really count that. Um, <laughs> yes, you, yes, you do. <laughs> Jessica Alba. <laughs> Chris Evans. <laughs> Before he was Cap America. And the commish. Yeah. <laughs> The, the fucking, shield. The fucking commish. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't know what anything the other guy was in. Uh, Ian uh, Gruffalo. Yes, and it doesn't matter because that's not what we're talking about. Nah. Yeah, he was in uh, King Arthur. <laughs> Directed by Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. Um, don't curse at me like that, sir. <laughs> Whoa. Watch your Fuqua mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I think that wraps up our list. Um, I hope you enjoyed these underutilized, underrated um, characters that we would like to bring into the mainstream. And uh, if you guys have any that you would like to share, um, where could they do that, Brock? At dropculture.com. Oh. Or... We have a website? Uh-huh. Oh. Um, you can send messages through Drop Culture Podcast at Gmail, Yahoo, AOL. I'm pretty sure I got every one of them. <laughs> uh, and then also- Just the Gmail, because the AOL and the Yahoo aren't being checked. No. <laughs> yeah, we got free Netscape Navigator <laughs> trials forever. So we're just living off of those. Um, <laughs> you can also catch us on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, all those things that people do that we sometimes do as well. Yeah, right. And if you're commenting on YouTube, again, uh, we've been poor stewards of that um, since we've had a little shakeup over the last, I don't know. Year. Year. <laughs> um, so if, Pandemic if have, wasn't nice to us. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, you left some comments and we haven't replied, we're not being rude. Um, we don't mean it. Yeah, we're, we're just dumb. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Later. Peace.